Hello, Space Coast, and welcome to another episode of the Florida Today Ion Brevard podcast. Yes, we're back. We've taken a little bit of a hiatus. Uh, well, we've we've gotten some of our other uh, podcast episodes on our Florida Today Ion Brevard episodes uh, out for WEFS. But yes, we are back. Uh, I am joined in the studio after the hiatus. Florida Today engagement editor Isadora Rangel. Isadora, welcome back to the studio. Hi, happy to be back. Yay. Okay. So this week... We got the story from education reporter Caroline Glenn that has a little bit of irony wrapped into it. Uh, Brevard County School Superintendent Desmond Blackburn was pulled over on the morning of March 27th for violating uh, a school bus safety law. Um, Isadora, fill us in a little bit. <laughs> well, so basically, like you said, it was uh, it was during a campaign for school bus safety, and he passed a school bus when he was supposed to stop. Um, the funny thing is, or the, there are three ironies that I see in this. First, he didn't get a ticket. He only got a warning. He was one of 14 people who got a... No, only 14 people got warnings uh -huh. and a lot more people got actual tickets. Uh, so obviously him being the superintendent, uh, it makes it look bad and it makes people suspicious we're not saying and we have no way of saying that right. we don't know that he got off yeah, because exactly. he's the superintendent but because he's the superintendent it looks suspicious that yeah. he got off yeah and um, actually officers issued 115 tickets and 14 warnings for failure to stop for a school bus right the other irony is he was actually driving his district issued SUV <laughs> which is also it makes it kind of funny as well and then, you know, I think the cherry on top was that it's, it's school bus safety week or a campaign and it just, it just makes it look bad. But I'll give him kudos. You know, he responded really well to the situation. He, um, you know, he actually th thanked the officers for stopping him and, and for supporting bus safety week. And, and I was one of the drivers that received a reminder. Well. Here's what I will say on, on, on Dr. Blackburn's behalf. If I want information to get about, about school bus safety <laughs> out into the public, and I want to make sure that everyone knows about school bus safety, this is a great way to get the message out there because there this is a very, very popular story. There are a lot of people that are clicking on it, a lot of people that are commenting on it. By all means, if you have something to say about this story, please go to floridatoday.com, click on the comments, and, and uh, leave your comment about this story, uh, good, bad, indifferent, this isn't news, this is news, uh, whatever you want to say about this story, leave that comment on floridatoday.com. Um, we appreciate hearing from all of our readers. So. Yeah. So maybe he did it on purpose. Maybe he was trying to raise awareness and he was going to be the sacrificial lamb. Well, you know, Dr. Blackburn has been in our studio many, many times, and I can tell you he, he does truly care about the safety of our students. So um, yeah. making sure the message gets out there, it's pretty high on his agenda. Violating the law on purpose, <laughs> not really sure that's part of uh, Dr. Blackburn's MO, but, but yeah, nonetheless. Yeah, and I'm not insinuating that's the case. I'm just being very sarcastic here. Right. Well, um, you know, wouldn't that, wouldn't, as Alanis Morissette would say, wouldn't that be ironic? <laughs> uh, okay, so moving on to another story, uh, very politically charged story. Uh, Brevard County Sheriff Wayne Ivey uh, has, uh, has released a 12-minute video uh, basically telling 
the anti-gun or the pro-gun control people to just stop it, that, uh, that arming teachers in Brevard County Schools is not a political issue, it is a safety issue. If you have not seen that video yet, uh, it is out on Facebook, on the Brevard County Sheriff's uh, Facebook page. Uh, Isadora? Yeah, so uh, to quote him, it says, to those that want to use this most recent tragedy for anything but finding a solution to protect our children, I say stop it. Um, two issues I see with this. This is a very politically charged message. Um, and you, and I think he would be fine if he had done this, um, let's say if he was running for office and using his own campaign resources or uh, resources from a PAC, he is using resources from his office, therefore taxpayer dollars to produce this video. Um, having said that, a lot of people will agree with the message. Ivy is a very popular sheriff in Brevard County. Many people like him and many people definitely agree with the message. Um, you know, me as a columnist, that is the one thing I would point out. Um, but he has been campaigning for this stump program, which is the his version of the Guardian program, which would allow certain volunteers and who are who work in schools to carry a weapon in case of an active shooter situation. Obviously, teachers would not be allowed to participate because they have a clause in their contract that states they cannot carry a firearm. So we were talking about janitors, custodians, coaches, perhaps, and you know the school cafeteria lady maybe, but not teachers. <clears throat> so now he needs to convince the school board to opt into this program. And so he is launching a public campaign to maybe put the pressure on the school board and try to convince not only school board members, but voters that this is a good thing. So, you know, it really plays to his interest in trying to push this. Okay, so here's what I'll tell you. Um, when I when I heard uh, Sheriff Wayne Ivey say, stop it if you're using you know, this as anything other than a means to create a solution to the problem, just stop it. And I, I, I kind of got a little offended with that because I felt like he was telling me to stop it if I was coming up with a solution other than the solution he had come up with. Yeah. Um, because there has to be other ideas besides putting guns in the hands of people in schools, putting guns in the place where, where the shootings are, are you know, predominantly happening, uh, specifically where you know the Parkland shooting happened, um, and I, I just I just felt like it was you know it was yet another political tactic to to, to shut down the conversation, and this is what we're doing. Yeah, and if you don't support this, you're you're not working hard to protect our children. That right. that is the message. Yeah. Right. And then he brings up a 1764 schoolhouse massacre uh, to try to push for it. I mean, it's just. You know, it, it, he's talking about not making this political, yet it is all about politics. Why, why are we tapping into a history lesson from 200 years ago when for the past 20 years we have literally done nothing to protect yeah. students in schools from school shootings? And that is, our, that is our Ivy's argument, that he's saying since this happened, um, and this was before the Second Amendment, and, and he's saying basically, we haven't done anything since 1764, but I think that it's, you can argue that things have not happened, not just because people want to stop the school martial program, but, but there have been efforts to increase gun control that have been stifled by Congress and people in the state legislature. So you can argue both ways. Well, to give the legislature credit, they did allocate um, 
roughly $400 million this session for, ver for a variety of things, including more mental health counseling. And that money needs to be used for additional mental health. It cannot supplant what's already being done. And, and everybody agrees that's a good thing. Everybody agrees that school security hardening is a good thing. And all of those things are in the law that was passed. The school marshal program or school guardian program, as it's been called now, is the big sticking issue. And as a side note, Brevard County is the only of the 12 largest school, di school districts in the state that is co actively considering implementing this program. So other counties, some more Democratic, some more Republican, have said we're not doing this. Um, Martin County, very Republican county as well, um, just last week said they're not doing it. So, you know, Brevard is the only place that's doing this. And I think many people will agree, you know, you have a very powerful figure, which is the sheriff, and he's pushing for this, and that, that makes a difference. And he certainly believes that this is the right way to approach this, and now it's on, it's up to the school board members. Okay, so uh, there's a story coming this weekend on floridatoday.com yep. and in the pages of Florida Today uh, regarding this issue with uh, a fear of minority students? Is it or you know more about this than, than I do, so, so yeah. let's talk about that for a second. So I think this first came, this, this came to light during the legislative session, but to us it, it became very clear when we hosted a town hall last week about this new um, school safety law. And a couple of parents stood up, um, they were parents of minority children. One was actually a middle-aged white man who has a daughter from Mexico, and he's very afraid of sending his daughter to school when there ha there could be guns. And we're seeing, you know, we see it, we hear a lot of stories of unarmed black men being shot by the police, and people feel the same thing could happen with a school guardian. Um, you know, so we're talking about African American students and you know Hispanic students. You know, and parents have that fear that that could happen. Um, many lawmakers in the Black Caucus in the legislature raised the same concern and upon hearing that the Senate decided to add 12 hours of diversity training to the training for the school marshals. 12 hours of diversity training, I think a lot of parents raised that question, is it really enough? Are you going to teach someone to not be a racist if they are, and you know, I have faith that most people aren't nowadays, but there are some racial biases that we cannot deny. And here's the thing, when parents are scared, you cannot tell them they're wrong. They're doing everything to protect their children. So, and that's the story that you will be reading in a paper on Sunday, see how they feel about this. Okay, well, uh, Isadora, thanks for, uh, thanks for filling us in on that. If you have any questions about today's podcast, feel free to email Isadora at irangel at floridatoday.com. That's I-R-A-N-G-E-L at floridatoday.com. Be sure to look for all of these stories and much, much more on floridatoday.com. And be sure to check out next Wednesday, WEFS, when Isadora is sitting down with Stacey Patel, who is the head of the Brevard County Democratic Executive Committee. That's it for this week. Be sure to join us again next Thursday right here on the Florida Today Eye on Brevard podcast. Bye, everybody.